Everything that exists, everything that we see is made of light, including water. And, and scientists actually confirm that the universe is still expanding at the speed of light. So day one is vision, casting vision for our relationship, for our business, whatever it is. If we can start and get so crystal clear on the vision that we have, right? If there's any confusion or we're not sure where we're going or what we're heading or what the mission is, we're going to struggle in all these other days. God is a God of structure and order. And there's a gestation process to this seven days of creation. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents. Now, our vision is to get you on the right path to your framework of success by focusing on the five power pillars, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and financial. Now, the King's Council is not your average coaching program. It's much more than that. It's a tribe of like-mindsetted men and women bonded by faith and relationship that you can do life with. Now, we're traveling across the United States this summer to a city near you, and we want you to join us in creating the next wave of faith-based entrepreneurs ready to become the CEOs of their life. Visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today to speak to one of our team members about how you can level up in all areas of your life today. This episode is brought to you by Transcend. Transcend is taking preventative healthcare beyond the restrictions of traditional medicine. Through their advanced hormone replacement therapy and innovative telehealth system, Transcend will help you receive the best care on the cutting edge of medical science. Whether you're looking to improve overall vitality and wellness or optimize your health, Transcend's approach to transparent and simplified care will help you achieve the life you've always wanted. Visit transcend5.com today to start your journey to a better you. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek. And today, I'm going to rip one solo with you guys today, really just because I wanted to make sure that everybody had a clear understanding. We talk a lot about the seven days of creation and what we really believe is God's business plan for our life. As you know, within the King's Council, we have become the CEO of your life, live events where we teach people how to walk out or really to maximize and to be excellent in the five power pillars. So we consider those five power pillars our emotional, our mental, our physical, our spiritual, and our financial components of our life. And we do that really based upon this God-given template that we see in the Bible. And we look at this template, that's the seven days of creation, and I'm going to walk you guys through that today and how we can implement that into our lives, into our relationships, into business ventures. If we look at this template and, and we can apply it by casting vision, by setting the culture and the atmosphere, creating the structure, creating the order, creating the movement or the momentum, ultimately then uh, the relationships that we have and scaling and multiplying our business or our relationships. And then day seven, as you guys all know, would be the Sabbath, a day of rest. So if you didn't know, I just went through the seven days of creation, 
right? And if we can operate, if we can, we can treat our lives like a business, and I, I say that because some of the first words, actually the first words recorded in the Bible of Jesus was in Luke 2.49, and he literally says, I am about my father's business. And so that's part of the reason we teach people to operate their lives as a business, right? Because we are about our father's business. And when we dive into the seven days of creation, well, first, I want to make sure that people have an understanding because I've gotten some feedback on this of, you know, are there six days of creation or are there seven or help me explain this. And in the beginning, if we look, okay, we're going to go through Genesis, the first chapter in Genesis, leading into the couple verses of, of chapter two in Genesis. And it says, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens in the earth in six days, right? And within these days are, you know, numerous things that God created. Again, we'll walk through those. But after God was finished creating for six days, he rested on the seventh day. So why would the seventh day be considered a day of creation? And really, it's because God set apart this day. It's a special day, the Sabbath. And it's important that we, you know, the seventh day of creation, it's, it's just as important that we rest as well, okay? So I'll read here specifically in Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 and 3. It says, Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. That's Genesis 2, verses 1 and 3. So the seventh day is just as important as the other six, because rest is important as we work. It's not that God needed to rest. It's not that he got tired or, you know, he was overwhelmed, right? We're talking about God here, right? But he gave us this design, this template of how we as, as human beings need to operate, right? We are, we are human beings versus human doings. And it's important that we do take as much as we like to grind and we hustle and we execute, right? We can overwork ourselves. And it's important that we include all seven days in this God-given template, right? So each day of the six days of creation, God created something different, as we had mentioned. And when we look through this, there's one important thing that I want to take note of, that, that God did every one of the six days, and we'll go through this scripture together. But every single day of the six days of creating, each day God said, basically God said, he spoke the words, what he called for, and that became. Right? A, a lot of other scriptures actually support the, the literalness of this. And I'll, I'll share a few with you. But there is such an important aspect in the words that we speak and the declarations that we make. Right? In, in Hebrews, it says, By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Right? By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, the starry host by the breath of his mouth. That's Psalms 33. When he spoke, the word was created. At his command, everything appeared. Psalms 33, 9. Right? God's word contains creative power. Our thoughts become our words, our words become our beliefs, our beliefs become our actions, our actions become our habits, and our habits become our realities. So let's dive into this. Genesis, the first book, the first chapter, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. 
The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Day one, on the first day of creation, God cast vision. And here's what I mean by that, because a lot of people think, well, God created light, right? Because God says, let there be light. In Genesis 1-3, it seems that God said, let there be light, and there was light, right? However, if, if we look further in the Bible, in 1 John, it says that God is light. So if God said, let there be light, he already is light. So how does that work, right? God began the creation process of the universe by literally extending himself by sending his energy out. Everything that exists, everything that we see is made of light, including water. And and scientists actually confirm that the universe is still expanding at the speed of light. So day one is vision, casting vision for our relationship, for our business, whatever it is. If we can start and get so crystal clear on the vision that we have, right? If there's any confusion or we're not sure where we're going or what we're heading or what the mission is, we're going to struggle in all these other days. God is a God of structure and order, and there's a gestation process to this seven days of creation. Okay, day two then. God was concerned about the atmosphere. On the second day, God created the expanse. Some translations, they call it the firmament. I just don't like saying that word. So I'm just going to call it expanse, right? So if we go back into Genesis, it says, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. Day three, God created structure. Okay, there's two specific things that God accomplished on day three. One is the separation of land from the waters, right? And then the second was creating vegetation. These weren't random acts. These were, they they were deliberate organization. There There was deliberate, like an organization for the continuance of life. The water actually gathered together. He called the seas and with each form of vegetation, he put seeds, each according to its kind, right? So life, as we recognize it, if when we look through this, life began on day three and God saw that it was good. Okay, so I want to make sure you're following me here. Day one, let there be light. God cast vision, right? Because it wasn't that he created light out of darkness. It was void. It, there was nothing and he said, let there be light. He spoke those words and his energy went out. And then he created the atmosphere, the culture, then the structure. Day four then is the order. God created order. The fourth day's activity, this actually confuses some of you know people that I've talked to. For a while, it confused me as well. But the fourth day, God created the sun, the moon, the stars, and after he, this all happened after he created light, right? So our, our human tendency is to see the sun and the moon and the stars as the source of light. But we got it wrong, guys. God is light. Okay, these three sources of light, they're actually under God's rule. As it's written, like the, the lights that God created were set to rule the day and the night, the days and the years and the seasons. Okay, it says, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day and the night. And let them be 
for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let, be, let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night in the stars. And God set them in the expanse of heaven to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. Okay, we're still in Genesis here. This is Genesis chapter 1. I'm up to verse 14 through 18 is what I just read there. Okay, these lights that that God created to rule over time and seasons are set to endure as long as the earth remains. If we fast forward to uh, Genesis 8, it it literally says, as long as the earth endures, sea time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Once again, then God saw what he had created was good. Day five then, God created movement and he kept the momentum. Because on the fifth day, God created more life, right? Once again, he sees that it was good and by this time, he adds something else. It says, let the water swarm with swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the sea and let the birds multiply on the earth. The blessing of the Lord enters the world on day five. Day six then, God creates relationship so we could multiply. And things really escalated on on the sixth day of creation because God created all the different kinds of animals and everything that creeps on the ground and sees them as good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish in the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. After that declaration, humanity is created in the image of of the Trinity, right? We are blessed by them and given the following decree to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the living things that move on the earth. And God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is in the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. Day seven then is a day of rest. God decreed the entirety of of his creation as very good, and he moved into his rest, right? God created the Sabbath so that we could learn how to honor and know what our heaven on earth actually is. So I want to make sure that we have a full understanding of how we can apply this template into our lives. So let's walk through these seven days again. Day one, God created light. This is the vision He said, let there be light. This is him teaching us how to cast vision for our lives, right? For the relationship that we're in, maybe for a business that we're building. It starts with vision, get crystal clear. Now that I've got that vision, he created the atmosphere. So what type of culture am I creating within my business, within the organization? What type of atmosphere is within my home life? The relationships that I'm building, right? Day three, then it's structure, 
The third day, what God did is he formed the earth. He formed the bones, like to be disciplined. What type of structure do I have in my relationships? What type of structure do I have in our business? Day four then is order, right? The sun, the moon, the stars to rule over the earth and govern the seasons, right? He instituted order in order to produce this type of rhythm that just, that happens. Now we're talking about structure and order, right? Now, now that we've got that systemized systemization in place, whether it be in your business, whether it be in your relationship, now it's movement, it's momentum. Let's keep that momentum going, get that rhythm actually going. This is where God had created, you know, the living things that move on the earth, right? Day six in his relationship where God actually created us, man in his own image and likeness for relationship and ultimately to be able to multiply in good things, right? So this is the relationships that we have, our spouse, our significant others, whoever it is, our friends, or in business, this could be to multiply good things. How are we scaling your business now? How are we operating? If we have the systems and the processes and we have momentum, now how do we really truly multiply this? And then the last day is rest. And this isn't like, oh, I've done it. I've accomplished it. I've checked the box. This is what my thought process was when I, my first marriage is like, I followed this and then I checked the box and I thought, okay, I didn't realize I was like following this at any point in time, but I checked the box and I was like, all right, relationship done. And I didn't actually take a time to look back and look at like, okay, God blessed this. He sanctified it. And if we look at rest, not like, oh, I'm checking the box and, and I can take rest now and put, put my foot off the gas. No, 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 no. This is about honor. This is about understanding and knowing and, and reflecting on what we have made because it is good. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. For more information on the King's Council, in becoming the CEO of your own life, visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today. You can also follow us on Instagram at kingscouncilcoaching. We'll see you next time.